0: What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog here with your homeboy MJ Gunner. Uh, I
1: can't come up with the intro this week. What's going on Pete? <laughs> oh, no. I had one at the top and the tip of my tongue and I can't I can't think of it. Oh wow. Yeah I know. It's the first for everything.
0: Well, uh we got a lot to jump into this week, man. We got a whole lot to jump into. Really oh, I w- I want to start with uh with Fighter Fest, AEW Fighter Fest.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty good show, you know. I enjoyed it. I yeah. watched
0: uh, a couple of things that happened on there. Um let's start mm-hmm. off with uh Moxley and Joey Janela. Oh, you want to get right into the good stuff, huh?
1: I mean, we can start with Cody if you want. Uh, Now, let's go ahead and get into this one. Uh, It was uh, everything you expected it to be, pretty much. You know, it was unsanctioned. It was was a lights-out match. i never heard of a lights-out match before now. You know? Yeah. And then what they did was they, uh, they ended the pay-per-view on Omega and the Bucks versus, uh, Pentagon, uh, versus the Lucha Bros and the Laredo Kid, mm-hmm. and then they said that what's happening next is not AEW, you know, we don't sanction this stuff and whatever, and then those two went out there and they basically destroyed each other. Yeah, they
0: did, bro.
1: Barbed wire tables, fucking,
0: uh, thumbtacks, thumbtacks chairs. Man, that shit
1: was crazy. And the really funny, funny thing was that, uh, as you saw John Boxley coming out and everything, you could just see the. Oh, I could see the way the join his eyes, man. Like yeah, he was he's gonna enjoy what's gonna happen next. Back to doing what he loves. Yeah, you know, you can't really knock the guy for that. You know, he's he's enjoying wrestling again. You know, kudos to him.
0: Yeah, that's the. Uh... The whole thing about it. Lucy says that's her favorite match of the night.
1: Well, Lucy's a big uh, John Boxley fan. I found that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, that that shit was crazy. There was some spots in there that was insane. The hip toss over the rope into the barbed wire table. Yeah. The atomic drop onto the feet, onto the thumbtacks. Like,
1: I'd never seen anybody do that before. Like, you take off their shoes... And then you drop them feet first in the thumbtacks. After suplexing them back first in the thumbtacks first. and you pick Ooh. them up again and then you drop them feet first into it. Man. He dropped them feet first,
0: back first, then head first with the 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 new version of the Dirty Deeds. Yeah, I like this new version. But anyway, yeah, one, two, three, John Moxley. John Moxley, and then uh, Kenny Omega comes out and destroys Moxley with the uh, with the equipment that the band never used <laughs> Cause the yeah. band never
1: showed up. It was funny, you know, at the beginning of the show and their pre-show thing. You know, Cody and the Bucks are all running around backstage and everything. Uh, like the uh, things are falling apart before they uh they even get there. You know, they have hot models and bikinis, and then they gotta take them back. And they brought out two uh, plastic uh, women, you know, <laughs> in bikinis, and then they, get, they were supposed to get the big pool, and they got the little kiddie pool sitting there. And everything. Yeah, everything yeah. just flipped upside down. And then down. Uh, one of the things was, yeah, uh, the. They were supposed to get a band, then then they didn't get them. I think it was Blink One Eighty Two. They said it was supposed to be, but they never showed.
0: (laughs) Oh well, I know that one of the guys from Blink One Eighty Two does uh, Jericho's podcast sometimes. Oh yeah, I think so. Uh, No, no, I'm lying. It's the guy from Iron Maiden. Oh, but anyway, uh, match was lit. Uh that was the best match of the night in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um it was real good. Uh Omega coming out, giving Ambrose the dirty Ds on a trash can. You know, mm-hmm. that was how the show pretty much ended.
1: Yeah. Um that was dope. Uh Cody. Cody and his name is uh I believe I haven't memorized Darby Allen was this man's name. Yeah. Darby Allen. Uh, Darby comes out carrying this body bag. You know, he's got a Cody one and one written on it and everything. Yeah. You know, I like Darby Allen. You know, I like his look anyway. You know, he's come out there. You know, he's got a, like, his head shaved and then his hair on the top and he's got half his face painted and everything. You know, he had a pretty cool look to him. But I was not the biggest, biggest fan of this match. It was, slow pace. It, was yeah, really it was slow paced. It was really slow. Pace, you know, it was super slow paced. You know, at least really to me slow anyway.
0: moving, the. Uh, I mean it was cool. Yeah. It was all right. Not not a not one of Cody's best or anything. Yeah, I
1: think that's what I expect. You know, I had pretty high expectations of a Cody matches, and, you know, this one didn't really hit. But it. that spot where he jumped backwards off the top rope and caught the apron, that was, that oh, was tough. Oh, man. He jumped that backwards
0: was, for an elbow, and Cody rolled out. That was a
1: fall, and Cody completely left him hanging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. he hit his back on the apron. That was a tough spot, dude. Yeah, but, but
1: uh, my favorite spot was when the, uh, was When Cody took him and put him in the body bag and then and stands him up and it gives him a beautiful disaster,
0: yeah, that man, was, that was dope. pretty cool. That was dope. And then uh, Sean Spears comes out, aka yeah. Ty Dillinger, uh, comes out and hits Cody with a
1: chair shot heard around the world. Like, that was mean, man. That was nasty. Good lord, like, no protection at all. Cody just you know kind of turns into it and then bang.
0: Yeah, he got hit in the head with the chair, busted his head open. Uh personnel's checking on him. Yeah. Everybody tried to check to see if he was okay, and they did an interview with the Bucks afterwards. And um Bucks said that of course it was it was work. Mm-hmm.
1: But it looked it looked bad. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Cody did look pretty dazed when he got up and everything. And uh, one of the people that came out there to check on him was uh, MJF, you know, by Maxwell Jacob Friedman. You know, he's a pretty good uh, heel, mm-hmm. you know, on the roster and everything. He was one of the first people out there to check on Cody. I believe he's you know? the only heel. Now, there are a couple, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But he's the best at it.
0: It seems like he's damn near the
1: only heel on the roster. I think there's a couple. Oh, uh, well. Mistaken. I don't know. Uh... But anyway, yeah, he's one of the first people out there to check on Cody and everything, which I found a little bit to be, you know, off-putting. You know, I kind of broke his character a little bit, at least in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, but that chair shot looked bad. It did.
0: It looked real bad. So, uh, Sean Spears pretty much makes his debut, Mm -hmm. which was kind of the highlight for me. Besides yeah. the Moxley, I know
1: match. you're a Tide Dillinger fan.
0: Yeah, I felt like he was being underutilized in WWE, and maybe he can be make some big waves in AEW. You Hopefully. think so? Hopefully that that's the move that they'll make. I mean, he's pretty well known.
1: Yeah, yeah. as far
0: as uh. As far as the crowds go, NXT was, he was really popular. NXT and WWE kind of just dropped the ball you with know, him. I was
1: never really that that big of a Tide Ty Diligent Ty fan myself, you know. He was okay as a wrestler, you know, I didn't really think he had it very much on the mic, really. Yeah. You know, but he was all right.
0: It was pretty good. I, I, I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot. So, um, uh anything else about fighter fest you want to go cuz those are the two things that i pretty much got
1: yeah uh Well, you know uh, the 6 man tag you know it was omega and the bucks and uh it was pentagon junior ray phoenix and uh it was a uh, laredo kid mm-hmm. you no know, it was uh, everything you expected out of this match. it was a good match but Super you know kicks all over yeah, the place yeah you know big spots and everything you know it was it was uh, predictable as they say you know, it's what you expect out of matches out of the with the Bucks. Bucks. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty much how it goes with the Young Bucks. They're gonna do the same maybe five or six moves. I
1: mean, not a knock at all. I mean it no, was a I great match,
0: it. but you know You know, the Bucks are pretty more. much my second favorite tag team in the world. You know. And uh they they put it on when they get in the ring, but you yeah. pretty much know what to expect from them.
1: Yeah, but you know what I didn't really uh, expect was a uh, you know Pentagon. He kind of got in on it a little bit too, you know. You know he does the zero middle yeah. thing. You know this time, you know he takes his time and everything. You know he's all taking off his glove and everything, kind of showboating to the crowd. You know before he does it, the zero, the middle. You know it was a it was something I hadn't really seen out of Pentagon. You know.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I'm glad that everybody's taking their time to have freedom yeah. in the company and that they'll never have in other places. Yeah, They're so it. sanctioned and, you know, everything is overlooked and overproduced. Mm-hmm. And AEW is kind of giving them another reign of uh, character freedom. Yeah. And that's what I re- I'm looking forward to as far as AEW goes is... People being able to use their ideas because mm-hmm. in WWE you have to run it through 50 channels in order to get one idea okayed by Vince you know what I'm yeah. saying so hopefully that does some things for him
1: so what are you so th- what's your thoughts on the chair shot though you know because a lot of people have been talking about it
0: uh i think I think it's started off as work, but anything you do in wrestling has the potential to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it just went wrong. Yeah. Uh, Cody thought that he could really take this chair shot, not realizing that 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 chair comes hard at you. Ask mankind.
1: I mean, there's a reason we don't see very many, you know, unprotected, unprotected chair unproductive, shots unproductive chair shot that, that, you know, to the head. You know, it was one thing here when you throw your arms up there, to, you know, kind of protect yourself. But you know, it's a. I think there's a reason why you don't see very many of those, you know, anymore. You know, but think most about, of the time when people use those chair shots, it's mainly
0: hit in the front of yeah, the head. Yeah, he hit him in the back. He of the head. swung it like a baseball bat. Yeah, and kind of cracked them in the back of the head.
1: Yeah. Well, do you, you think uh, he's a little bit at fault for that one? You know, maybe he wasn't. No, I hit mean, The, the Rock the used to do it all the time. Yeah, but it was a different era, though. Yeah, rock and angle. And all these mm-hmm.
0: guys used to take unprotected chair shots all the time. Yeah, I think it was just the art of the way they did it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Most of them come straight ahead. Mm-hmm. And this one came at an angle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it seems like the, the edge of the chair kind of cracked them. You
1: mm-hmm. know what I'm
0: saying? But, yeah, it looked bad. Yeah. It probably started off as supposed to be, you know... Cody's a tough guy. Yeah, so he'll be back from it. It's 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 just one of those things. It happens. Yeah, I saw bro. it. I
1: mean, he uh, he got stables in the back of his head. Like I think was, I the count was twelve. Twelve stables in the back of the head. It happens, bro. It happens. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, uh, I think it's doing it. You know, the job really. You know, it's got people talking. You know, so it's not exactly a complete loss here.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, but you know. Cody's gotta be careful with shit like that. Yeah, he does. You know what I'm saying? He's a too big of an asset to be taking unprotected chair Basically shots and doing yeah, risking.
1: It, yeah. Teddy, what's good? Yo, Teddy the man, what's going on, my friend?
0: Yes, that Teddy said that chair shot was brutal. It was. It man. was, it was. And uh I wonder, I wonder how uh Sean Spears feels about it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wonder if he feels like he's at fault or is Cody at fault or, you know, I wonder how he feels about uh, the chair shot that he yeah. gave him. Yeah, you know guess what I'm have saying? to ask
1: him. About it. You said, uh you know, he kind of did it at an angle, you know you think they meant to do it like that, or do you think uh he did I think it's like, the uh, way up? that
0: told, that Cody turned into it mixed with the way that he swung it, you yeah. know what I'm saying he swung the chair at this angle where he was going over to crack him, but mm-hmm. it ended up being swung kind of like a baseball bat, yeah,
1: and I he see hit what you're him,
0: saying. and Cody kind of turned into it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, so it caught him right on the side of the head, yeah I right see in what you're like saying. the
1: back, you know what I'm saying, so it was, it's, I don't know. Lucy thinks it's uh, unnecessary. Well, you know, it, it's true. It, uh, it it probably isn't unnecessary. You know, they don't really need to do spots like that. You I don't. Know. Like, they could survive off really good wrestling. You know, I don't think that they need the uh, the chair shots like that and whatnot. You know.
0: Yeah, see, Teddy said uh, he read an article. Is no heat at all. The chair was supposed to bend, but the chair caught him right at the... I mean, it caught him in the, with the lip of the chair. Oh. So, basically, the edge of it, like he, the way he swung it, the angle that he swung it at, the end of the chair caught him right in the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it busted
1: him open pretty good. You know, these things happen. You know, they do happen. Like like they always
0: say, it's not ballet.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the, we all knew it was a, a wrist... You know, running that chair shot. You know, at least they should have done to be a risk running that chair I shot. I think it would have made more
0: of an effect if he'd have just attacked him with a new finisher.
1: Yeah, you know. Than a chair shot. True. It would have did more for for both guys. Right. You know, it would have done more for Sean Spears. You know, he gets to debut a new finisher. And Cody doesn't have to take that risk.
0: Exactly. I thought that. That that's where he should have went with it. He should have debuted some type of new finisher mm-hmm. or something like that. Show us what he's going to be about as far as AEW goes. I think that would have done more for him, for both guys. Yeah, and Cody being able to, you know, put a guy over. Because that's pretty much should be his mission as one mm-hmm. of the chairmen of AEW, is to make superstars, mm-hmm. even when there are none. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not that big of a Ty Dillinger fan. Yeah, I am. Really. You know what I'm saying? But we got to see what his what he's going to be like in AEW. Yeah, I mean, maybe
1: it was the WWE just holding him back a little bit. It could be.
0: You know, he everybody says that he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. So him being able
1: to debut a new finisher would have been awesome. Yeah. You wanna get into the stuff about Moxley and what Rollins said and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, go go ahead and
0: tell him uh, what Rollins said on Twitter about about John Moxley leaving WWE.
1: Okay, uh now I say this, you know, I got bits and pieces of the article here, but uh mm-hmm. what I gathered is he said, well at least what I read, he said uh he took his ball and you know he went somewhere else. You know, I don't think he really meant to imply that he quit. He just meant that he left the company and went somewhere else, you know, and then says that uh, he didn't think it was necessary for him to get on to a podcast and talk uh, all this stuff about a company that, uh, you know, really helped him out, as they say. Well, I got to
0: disagree with Rollins on this one. As far as I'm concerned, if you're unhappy somewhere, then you Mm -hmm. have to change what's happening. Yeah. Um, You're right. Lucy says he needs to have several seats. <laughs> Seth Rollins on Twitter is right now going in on everybody.
1: Yeah, I see the stuff he's talking about. Will spray and all this other stuff. Yeah,
0: for him to go in on his
1: own homeboy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I I'm get saying? it. You know, I'm a big Rollins fan, but uh, yeah, I kind of agree. You know, it's it's not uh, something that should have happened. You know, he shouldn't. Have. I guess uh, it's how you word it. You know get
0: in the camera oh
1: as like I said I guess it's how you, uh, you word it I do too uh, Lucy says she
0: disagrees with Rollins I disagree with him too I think the fact that he's sitting there talking about Dean Ambrose for leaving mm-hmm. for saying that you know he's unhappy he never gets you know put over mm-hmm. Vince is always making him do stupid shit you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying uh, Rollins is pissed at Ambrose got on the podcast on Jericho's podcast and talked about it. I don't think he would have been as mad if the podcast didn't do so well. Yeah,
1: I mean, he didn't even really go off on a WWE. No, like that, he you know, just talked creative. He you know? started off thanking them. You know, he just talked everything. about uh, the creative stuff. He
0: said, he, if anything, he met his wife there, yeah. so he's eternally grateful to WWE. But. The simple fact is, he's not happy.
1: Yeah, it's true. You know, if you're not happy, you know, you need to uh, cut the, cut whatever's uh, making you unhappy, as they say. You know, fix it. But, you know, I can kind of see where it's coming from a little. I mean, the WWE did uh, give him a platform to, uh, to apply his trade and everything. You know, did you know who John Moxley was before he came to WWE? I did not. You know, and there's a whole lot of other people that didn't, you know, so... I, I like ten percent. I can see where the, you know stuff was talking about. You know, I
0: don't think so. Lucy says, "Let Vince treat Rollins like he treated Ambrose. See as he says the same shit. Fuck out of here." All right, then. That I, I agree. <laughs> Rollins yeah. is the top guy and has been for a while. Yeah. for a good little while. True. True. And if. Seth was treated the way that Ambrose was treated. If he had to run out there with a hot dog cart or a gas mask on or a fucking doctor's mask or get vaccinated on TV or fucking, you know, sit in the car cutting promos and shit, then he probably wouldn't feel the same way either.
1: Yeah, I get what you guys are saying. You know, I definitely get what you guys are saying. You know, Steph's kind of towing the company line a little hard here, in my opinion. Anyway.
0: Right. He went in on Vince and he went in on the creative. He didn't talk about Seth Rollins or, or you know, they tried to make him treat Roman Reigns' cancer as, you know, a storyline or something to rag yeah, done. Definitely- and Ambrose did not like that shit. As he shouldn't have, you know, that was pretty despicable. You know what I mean? And he's like. They're trying to make me do shit that I don't want to do. He's like, my contract's coming up. I'm not resigning. He did not. He didn't even open up the new contract to see how much money they offered him. Cause yeah. like he said, okay, you can offer me ten million dollars. What am I gonna do with it? True. He, he's like, he's set up. He yeah. don't need that much money. Lucy says he's getting all high and mighty because he's banging the top woman in the company. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason why. But now come on, Luz. He was there before he got with Becky. Yeah, I don't think that's the reason why. I just think Seth, Seth Rollins is on his high horse right now. He's sick of motherfuckers ragging on WWE. I mean, he's got he's, a
1: right to defend the company and everything against people that are always going off on them. But, you know, I don't think this is one of those cases. You know? You know, Ambrose, as you said, it wasn't happy. And he didn't quit. You know, he finished his contract.
0: She said at least Roman had a better classy response in regards to Moxley. True. I, I did, don't
1: really know what he said. I did. I saw something. He said, you know, he's my brother. I love him. I always love him. You know. And Rollins, he did show his uh, his love, too. You know, it's not like he said all oh, bad things. You know. And- but that's what stands out. The things that stands out is
0: what he said bad about him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know
1: really what the fuck, but I don't really think he should be uh, he should be ragging on him for going to another place. Me either. I don't think that that's cool at all.
0: I don't think that that's cool at all. I'm just hoping that uh, Seth doesn't take it too far because at this point he's starting to burn bridges with people. Yeah, and we don't want him to burn the bridges that'll get him some. Because what happens when Vince starts treating him like shit? True. True. You know, he's probably gonna be looking to go to AEW also. You never know. So it's just one of those things where um everybody's telling Seth to dial it down. And yeah, maybe he should. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I, I, I get him. I get what he's saying. Yeah. I get what he's saying. He's he's mad, but this is this is people's lives. He can't be in control of Moxley's life, you know what I'm saying, Renee Young is still in WWE, hopefully they don't treat her like shit, because it's the things that Moxley says, and hopefully this shit'll go, uh, this shit'll go away, hopefully this shit'll go away, all right, so, uh, let's talk about Paul Heyman
1: and Eric Bischoff. Now, uh, the the word is that they're uh, running uh, the things behind uh, Raw and SmackDown. You know, Heyman's on Raw, Eric Bishon's on SmackDown. Everything. I think this is actually a pretty good thing.
0: I think this is the best thing that could have happened for them in years.
1: I mean, if history says anything, these two guys know what they're doing. You know, but we also need to... Uh, you taking into a, consideration a, a consideration that when they were doing this stuff it was in the nineties, you know? Mm-hmm. Like not exactly new age minds you know for pro wrestling.
0: Right, right.
1: You know? Yeah, but
0: you got we gotta also take into consideration that the highest point of viewing was under Heyman and Bischoff. Yeah. Uh going back to Seth Rollins, Lucy says he should burn bridges, never work for anybody. All I'm saying is he needs to be careful with what he says from now on. I agree. I definitely agree with that. I mean, he's not Wendy's. He <laughs> can't talk about everybody on Twitter. You <laughs> know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah, Wendy's could go in on everybody.
1: But anyway, yeah, back to Bischoff and uh, Heyman. You know, I'm excited for this. You know, there's uh, I can see the change. I can see a change coming and everything. Now, I'm expecting raw to have a little bit more of Heyman flavor. But you know, with uh SmackDown, uh, would you what are some things that you would uh say that were purely just Bischoff? And you know, we could uh see if something happens, hey, that's your know, strictly bischoff. Oh, it powered
0: down. Um I think personally you can get back on live uh I think it's whenever it's too hot or something. It's probably in the wrong spot. Either way, um, I think personally that Bischoff and Heyman both have great creative minds. I think that uh, they both will benefit. I think Raw and SmackDown both will benefit from this. As far as SmackDown goes, there are some people that should be in the title picture that isn't. Mm -hmm. And I think Eric Bischoff will take complete, you know, 'll he'll, he'll take complete control of that and yeah. put the right people in the title picture that belong in the title picture.
1: I mean from what I hear, Bischoff isn't uh is too thrilled about having Shane win the WWE title. Yeah,
0: I heard that they're scrapping that idea completely yeah from what I've read.
1: which is a pretty good idea in my opinion. you know it should be active superstars competing for the WWE title, you know not a McMahon
0: yeah, I mean McMahon's already have every fucking thing. What else do they need? Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, we can already see the change from Heyman starting. You know what I mean? We can you already get see it. Uh not necessarily because I haven't seen everything yet. I mean, but I right saw- in the beginning I, it started off with a bag immediately.
1: Yeah, Braun Solman and Bobby Lashley uh going at it in that Falls Count Anywhere match. And then it ends with uh, Strowman spearing Lashley through that LED, through that LED. LED board at the uh, at the entrance, man. It was insane, and man. And Corey Graves cursing on TV. He goes, holy shit. <laughs> and
0: everybody's jumping yeah. up. And Renee Young looks super concerned. Like, I couldn't tell if it was work or not. That's how good they're being right now. I mean, just the pyro that went off, though. Just pew, pew all colors. everywhere everywhere and that was crazy i'm loving i'm loving like the new direction that they're headed in yeah. it seems like from from a standpoint right now that they're moving away kind of from the pg era yeah just go ahead all i mean right. you can just turn it on if, if you know however but it anyway,
1: goes yeah yeah i think they are kind of moving away from it and you know i'm happy to see it
0: I'm happy to see it, too. But I think that Heyman and Bischoff taking control of the company is probably the best thing that could have happened. Um, I'm gonna, We're going to take a, a short break, and then we'll be right back with this with more Sons of Legends. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but uh, we are back. And we were discussing uh, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff taking over on Raw.
1: Oh uh, yeah, well as I said, you know uh, this past episode of Raw, you know we saw a little bit of Heyman's uh, fingerprints on it. You know the extreme part at the beginning, but we also kind of saw his uh, fingerprints in the story. You know, uh, in the whole story uh, board thing. You know, because in the storylines, because uh, Mike and Maria Canellas were on this episode of Raw. And then they challenge Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch to a match, you know, a mixed tag match. And then to make the challenge, Maria literally says, how about I take, how about me and my bitch, meaning Mike Bennett, uh, she was talking to Seth, meet you and your bitch in the ring, you know? Referring to, she was talking to Seth? Yeah, she was talking to Seth when she said that.
0: So, yeah. I'm referring
1: mean, to, you know, Becky in that, in that uh, disgraceful way.
0: Yeah, so, I, uh, I personally, I think this is the best thing that could have happened. Uh, King Kong, was good? V- okay,
1: yo, sir, what's, what's going good? on, my man?
0: Uh, by the way, Daviante, man, I saw that fight that you posted, dog. Them knockouts be coming quick for I, you, brother. I think he's got another one coming up. Like August or something, maybe you could uh, let F- us know. Yeah, let us know how to watch it because we, I love seeing you fight, brother. But, but anyway, back. But back to what we were talking about. That seems like a pretty, uh,
1: Heyman, uh It's you know pro uh, promo thing, you know, like not that uh, something they would set back in the old ECW days.
0: Yeah, that's that's some. You know, that's some ECW yeah. shit right there. And
1: then when the match happens, you know. Rollins beats down uh, Mike Bennett. I mean Mike Canellas and then uh, Rollins makes him tag in Maria, and he goes to tag in. And Steph goes in to tag in Becky, and then Maria gets off the apron, grabs the mic, you know, and starts yelling, "I'm pregnant! I'm pregnant! Don't hit me! I'm pregnant!" And, you know, we don't know if you know this was. Uh, it's work. It's, you know, right, it's it was work. work. But anyway, the whole time she's just yelling at Mike, you know, calling him her bitch and everything, telling him to get up and do all this other stuff. And then after the match, after uh, Becky drags him into the ring and gives him to disarm her, or in this case, it's to disarm, disarm him. him. <laughs> but uh, anyway, and then she just lays into him afterwards, man, you know, calling him pathetic, you know, talking about how he, how he said he was going to, how he can't do housework, as, they, as she said, and all this other stuff. That's got Paul Heyman written all over it. Yeah. All over it. I think so, too. You know, he's always more, you know, vulgar with the language, you know, more creative with the whole storyline things. But I think this is a good one. Yeah, I can say that I'm happy they're kind of moving
0: away from the PG era and getting back into what's important, which is the entertainment aspect of it. I think WWE forgot that they were entertaining people instead of just putting on a show. Yeah. And it's and it's more Heyman like for the entertainment aspect. And I'm 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 loving it. Yeah. I mean already. I've only seen thirty minutes of Raw
1: and already I'm in. I mean people are raving about this episode of Raw, you know. Everybody's talking about how good it is. And you know, as he said, Heyman's fingerprints are all over this episode. You know?
0: Yeah, all over it. You can tell right from the start of the show. I mean mm-hmm. there are guys that are on that are guys that are on that haven't, we haven't seen in forever like Mike and Maria mm-hmm. and all of that. They've got fucking uh, the Street Profits are up there.
1: Yeah, you know, they they uh, cut a promo tonight on Raw. I, I What I don't like is how they keep taking champions away from NXT and then moving and then uh, having them show up on the main roster. Like, I don't know if the Street Profits are staying but if they are, I think there's a little bunk,
0: you know? Yeah, I I they they do kinda need to calm it down with that. Yeah. When we haven't necessarily even seen Ben failure in a while you know what I'm saying this guy is not even on TV really and on Smackdown all he did was cut half of a promo before Shinsuke cut him off which we haven't seen him in a while
1: yeah so that's what I hear Shinsuke is back on Smackdown maybe
0: this is the point where they'll start putting more people back where they
1: belong. I hope so, you know let's start using people we haven't seen in a while I was hoping that would be the the point of the WWE, you know uh, I keep, the name keeps escaping me, it's the the shake up thing Uh, the wild card, the wild card, thank you wild card rule, but anyway I was hoping that would be the point of having that rule, you know seeing people we don't usually see but in my opinion it's not really you know, we see all the same people. We see all the same faces. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I get it. I get what they're saying. I mean, I get what they're trying to do. Hopefully it's going to work out. I think it'll work better under the under the guidance of Bischoff mm-hmm. and Paul Heyman. Because finally somebody will probably be able to get through to Vince McMahon to tell him, dude, you're old and
1: this old school shit is not working. Speaking of old, you know, old school shit and whatnot, uh, wanna bring up Taker from last week's RAW? Yeah, Taker
0: uh showed up last week, and uh, him and him and Roman Reigns are gonna team up now to face Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre.
1: First off, why is Shane getting so much TV time? Because they're pushing him as one of the biggest heels on the roster. I mean, he's good at it, you know, but. I get what you're saying. You know, he shouldn't be there so much. You know? It's kind of like the authority was back in the day. You know, with Triple H and Stephanie were there every week. You know, I guess this is Shane's turn to do that. Well, I'm, I guess. But the
0: people that he have working with him, mm-hmm. I don't really see. I mean, Drew McIntyre, yes. Obviously. Elias.
1: What do, you, what do you got against Elias? I like Elias. I always have. I, I'm sure you do and have. Here we go with the hate. Why do y'all always got to be hating on him? I'm Why? not hating yeah, on Elias.
0: Are. I'm just not a big fan of his. He never really had any traction in NXT.
1: He was starting to get up there before they moved him up. People loved Elias. I, I didn't. And, of course, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't really see people
0: liked Elias, his purpose but. too much. He didn't really get that much going before the shit was over with, basically. I remember Elias losing matches in fucking ten seconds to Baron Corbin. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now he should he could have got he could have got uh, Baron Corbin, he could have got Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. That shit would have worked out with Shane McMahon as their you know authority muscle type figure. Mm-hmm. That
1: would have worked out fine, I think. I was not a very big fan of that faction without Shane. I doubt that would change with him. I think so. I think it'd be more leadership
0: and guidance for three muscles. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much what they needed. Neither one of them really was a good mouthpiece, except with the exception of Baron Corbin.
1: But, you know, I think Baron Corbin's doing all right as a heel and everything, you know, with the... I don't really think he should be in a universal title picture, but you know, I think he's moving. He's moving along as a heel. You know, he's getting traction and everything. Yeah, well, they're switching
0: up because you know, right now Samoa Joe just jumped in the title picture, and I think that is an excellent thing. Me
1: too. I can't wait to see it. He actually gave Kofi his first loss tonight on Raw. You know, I think yeah, it was Samoa I think it was his Joe first loss since the, WrestleMania. Yeah, Samoa Joe and the Viking fuckers. Against uh, the New New Day. Day. And then Joe choked him out. Yeah, that's surprising. Like, we've not seen Kofi lose a match since before Mania. Yeah, probably since the gauntlet. Yeah. Or
0: some shit like that. I mean, even though you talk about the way I say gauntlet. (laughs) But... Gauntlet. (laughs) Either way, it, it was... I think it was pretty good. I think it's a good thing to see Samoa Joe where he should be, in which is in a title, title picture. picture.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, he was giving the U.S. title some good traction, though. Yeah. I would say that.
1: But, you know, it's time, I think it's time for him to, you know, go ahead and move along to, you know, bigger and better things, you know, for Samoa Joe. He is one of the, he has the best he, workers the best In my opinion, roster. he has
0: been held back from yeah. that and having – like you said, Kofi and Dolph didn't seem like a big enough match for the WWE. I Championship. didn't think so. You
1: know, for trying to you know get the WWE title back to you know what it once was, I don't think Kofi and Dolph move the needle. Not as a title feud, not for that title anyway. I mean, as I said before, we see it, we saw this over the Intercontinental title. It was fine. The United States title was okay. But, you know, not over the WWE title now. In my opinion, they're dropping
0: the ball when it comes to Seth Rollins because it seems like it's all about Seth and Becky as
1: a couple. No, I literally at the the Stomping Ground pay-per-view was the only time, was the first time I'd heard them announce that they were actually dating. You know, I mean, we all knew they were, but that was the first time they said it on WWE TV. And now it seems like it's a Seth and Becky show. You know, they're the power couple. Yeah, I mean seems they're the like it it that's couple. All it's about is Seth yeah, and Becky. And it, the
0: universal title and the and the raw women's title are being kinda
1: foreshadowed by their relationship. And I definitely don't think that's a very good idea. Not at all. You know? I think
0: it seems like every single time they announce Seth Rollins nowadays, it's Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Yeah. They're not calling Beth I mean, they're not calling Becky Lynch Seth's girlfriend. They're just saying Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Like he has no say so
1: in the relationship. Uh, Right, you know, it's kind of overshadowing the fact that he is a universal champion when they just call him, you know, Seth the man's man. Yeah, Becky Lynch's boyfriend. That's all they're saying. And I haven't
0: really they always go, the universal champion, Becky Lynch's boyfriend, Seth Rollins.
1: This or Becky Lynch's
0: good. boyfriend, the universal champion, Seth Rollins. It's not a very good move. Not in my opinion. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Before we uh, forget, congratulations to Francis Ngannou for knocking out Junior Dos Santos this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Joseph Benavidez for knocking out Juicy A. Formiga. That was dope. Uh, that was a good-ass card this weekend for the UFC. A bunch of knockouts and stuff. We saw uh, Eric Anders get a knockout. Man, this was a great card. Seeing Daviante Jones reminded me about that. <laughs> reminded me about the UFC this weekend. And the UFC was on fire. Fire this weekend. Thanks And for I can't tip. wait till the next weekend until John Jones and Tiago Santos because this might be the one.
1: You keep saying that. You always get my no, hopes up and it's never the one. I always get my hopes up thinking, oh, this might be the guy that's got John Jones's number and it's never the case. Never. I thought DC had that one. I honestly do too. And the only reason he beat him was because he was on cocaine. I still I still think that. I still think that. And I still think that was BS. This is bull. Hey, but John Jones. Tiago Santos is a,
0: pretty much a knockout artist. And if anybody has a chance to knock out John Jones in the first round, Tiago Santos
1: does. We thought the same thing about DC to we, we found out
0: Jones was cheating. Well, we'll just have to find out. I just, you know I'm going to see it. And I can't wait double champ the champ champ Amanda Nunez will be fighting Holly Holm which yeah. I think will be her toughest test to date so watch out for those but back to what the sons of Legends is about this wrestling shit mm-hmm. okay so Ricochet winning the United States title and then losing to AJ Styles right after
1: I was not actually surprised you know AJ's been running around with Gallows and Anderson lately yeah and but Gallows game? and Anderson hasn't been winning yeah yeah that's true, but you know I think getting them three back together would be pretty good for guy at least for guys was in Anderson you know yeah it's definitely gonna do good
0: for them, but a j already has you know traction
1: i think it, i think uh it'd be more of him you know trying to help them get over you know kind of giving back as they say you know what i'm saying i'm I'm hoping so, but you know. Yeah, Either I'd be happy goes. to see them reunite, go heal, and everything. By the way, stop downing John Jones about this stuff. No, I will not. Arts. He will always have an asterisk next to his name, especially when he starts talking about stuff in DC. This was that was bullcrap, and you know it. Look, no, I won't. I'm a. Bi- I'm I'm just as big a DC fan
0: as You're you. You're a liar. I'm the biggest DC fan in the house. Get out of here. I'm a big I'm a big I'm just as big a DC fan as you are, but
1: he got knocked out! He would have had him if Jones wasn't on cocaine. He's literally beating this man and he's not feeling it apparently. You wanna know why? Why? Because he was on cocaine. <laughs> it's hard you, to feel things. You hate John Jones with everything him. in you. I can't. I cannot stand him, especially when you go screwing I didn't over my favorite tell you UFC this, fighter.
0: But I'm gonna tell you what they are looking to get John Jones's only loss overturned. What? Why? He lost by disqualification for throwing an illegal elbow. Because he's always cheating. You sticking his long ass fingers in people's eyes and yeah, stuff. He, he does that. He is an eye poker. But they they want to get. John Jones has only lost overturned at least to a no contest. Course so he do. can
1: be undefeated. Yeah, of course they do because the golden. Because technically he's never lost. Because the golden boy in the UFC has to be undefeated. Get out of here! I'm just telling. Why you, you gotta tell me these things while we're on I wasn't on there. gonna tell you. you but You shouldn't I, have told me I while we're doing you. this show. John aren't, Jones got now disqualified. Now got me all
0: upset. By Matt Hamill. I mean. John Jones was fighting Matt Hamill. He threw an illegal elbow, cheater, and he got disqualified. As he should have. Matt Hamill could not continue, and they're looking to get Dana White is looking to get it overturned. Joe Rogan agrees because he believes that elbow is retarded. That six to twelve elbow is retarded.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, if he if they get it overturned, he
1: will be undefeated. With an asterisk stuck next to his name for the rest of his life. Well, he as long as he dares to wear them UFC gloves, he will have that asterisk next to his name. I don't want to hear it, Art. Well, you'll be watching
0: <laughs> next weekend when we have John Jones versus Tiago Tiago Silva. I hope Tiago wins. I mean, not I mean not Tiago
1: Silva.
0: Santos Tiago Santos. Santos. Yeah, when Santos, when he fights Santos, Santos does have a good chance to knock John Jones out. Let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted, bro. He does have a chance. Everybody, every, any man with it. two hands uh, has a fighting a chance. That. Why would
1: you say that?
0: Thank you, James Ellsworth.
1: Why would you
0: say that? Any man with two hands has a fighting chance. But, like I said, um, they're looking to get John
1: Jones's only loss overturned. No. <laughs> Apparently no he doesn't. <laughs> hey, good one, daviante, Hey, what's your thoughts on this? You know, we like to get your opinion on this. Yeah, tell us what Jones. you think about John Jones'
0: um uh only loss by disqualification being overturned. Uh he got disqualified by a six to twelve el- I mean a twelve to six elbow and um Matt Hamill is the only person that has a win over him, which Matt Hamill doesn't have the best record.
1: Unless you unless you disagree with me, Davyante Jones, then you can keep your opinions to yourself. If you disagree with Matt, then
0: definitely comment on that.
1: Dang.
0: Definitely comment on that. But um going
1: to make the golden boys.
0: They're bro. trying to get uh Jones's uh only loss overturned because they believe that this this twelve to six elbow rule is stupid. But it's illegal for a reason. I think Santos does have a chance. You know what I'm saying? I think he has a chance. He's knocked out pretty much everybody on his way up to the title shot. So we're just going to have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I think Amanda I think Amanda Nunez has her hands full with Holly Holm also. Because mm-hmm. Holly Holm is, she, her footwork is unparalleled in the women's division. Mm-hmm. And she has knocked out some of everybody. She's the first person to beat Ronda Rousey, you know, She's knocked out uh, Bejco here with head kicks. She's knocked girls out with with head kicks, and you know if she comes in with the right game plan to stay away from Amanda Nunes' knockout power, then I think she has a chance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: You want to get her in the nxt? Yes, mm-hmm.
0: my girl Shayna Baszler. Shayna retains the women's title mm-hmm. in uh, the steel cage match. Uh, which was a really good match i got us i mean it yeah, wasn't it was wasn't, it the,
1: wasn't the
0: best cage match ever mm-hmm. but it was really good i like i like uh the couple spots that they have that they they're doing you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying eo of course is a high flyer so she was throwing some mean drop kicks and, and then stuff moon like sawed that off the top of the cage moon was sawed, sick yeah moon sawed off the top of cage crazy uh, she's going to crawl out and Shayna catches her with the uh, careful to clutch mm-hmm awesome
1: um, Shayna retains yeah cause uh, you know she's got them like EO's in the doorway and then Shayna comes between the ropes and then puts it on her and then Shayna's, and then EO's bashing Shayna Baszler's head in and knocks her out and then she falls to the floor you know falls through the rope to the floor yeah you know, that's how she retains the title so um, you know the fireworks really got going after the match yeah right?
0: because Candice LeRae came out to help mhm uh Eo Shirai after the
1: other horsewomen ran in. Yeah, she had a pretty nice uh, cross body off
0: the top, off of, the top of the cage. Off the top of the cage. There was some good spots that she hit. But mm-hmm. Eoshirai Shirai says she doesn't need any friends. She doesn't need any help with this shit. And she went in on Candace LeRae so hard. Beat her with the steel chair. Beat her with a chair. Now, the beating wasn't that wasn't
1: like that, but that
0: suplex on that chair?
1: Oh, yeah. That
0: mug didn't even budge.
1: Most definitely. She she felt every piece of she that. She felt
0: every bit of that suplex. And that was crazy to me. It
1: was. And then, you know, I saw this couple it, weeks ago. It was ago. Uh, EO's supposed heel turn. Yeah. I, you know, I saw this a couple weeks ago. You don't know how, how, how hard it was for me not to tell you about it, because... You know, I was out uh, looking on the internet, and of course, you know, new heel on the block. Now they're the greatest things since sliced bread. You know how this goes? Yeah, I know how it goes. Every time, so people think for some
0: reason that you can't make it if you don't turn heel.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, turning heel means you get your badass uh, membership club uh, membership uh, card to card to the club. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I don't think that you have to turn heel in order to to make it like that. I mean, Toni Storm's doing just fine, and I have never seen her as a heel. Yeah, me neither. Bailey's doing just fine, and I've never seen her as a heel. Even though her heel turn would have been epic, they they cut it. I doubt it. They didn't it. need it. They felt like they didn't need it. It would have been great, but they felt like they didn't need it. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: But I think we should just give her. I think we should just... Let her, you know, see what she what she does as a heel, you know. See but for she... some reason, people do become more popular when they turn heel. Yeah, because as I said, you know, that's when you get the, the membership card to the Badass Club and everything. And now everybody's your biggest fan. You know, I think we should just uh, let it, uh, you know, let it play out. See how she does as a heel first before we start calling her the greatest heel in the, the business. The one thing I can say is in NXT, most Japanese wrestlers never go heel. Yeah, it was Shinsuke and Asuka and Kairi Sane. They all, all of time. them. Hideo, know? though. Hideo went heel after his injury. You
0: know what uh, I'm saying? After he had been gone for a long yeah. time. And then he went to 205 as a heel. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, he was still a face pretty much the whole time he was in NXT. Mm-hmm. But, for the most part, I never really see the Japanese wrestlers go heel. So, Not this will NXT. be interesting to see. I yeah. will say that. But... All, all I think it's doing is giving her an up-to-date feud with Candace LeRae. That's all I believe that it's doing. Because Shayna's got a, a grip
1: on this title. I mean, if EO was not going to be the one to take it from her, I don't know who's going to be, okay? It's, I can't it's see a, Like I said, on it's only going to be
0: between three people. It's going to be Bianca
1: Belair, Mia Yim, or Casey Catanzaro. I don't see any of that happening in the near future. Like, in the Me next either. six months or so, I don't see any of that happening. Like, Shayna Baszler... Is on a tear. There's no stopping this woman right now.
0: Not right now. None. She's the best thing smoking in NXT as far as champions go. But I I gotta say, Adam Cole is doing a great job. And we
1: can't discredit the Dream, you know. Can't discredit the uh, Dream. He's helping to rise that North American title. Yeah, because it wasn't.
0: I never really tripped off of it until Dream got it. I gotta say, it was just kind of a. Uh, just another title yeah
1: you know it's something for people to fight for you know now double Team dream i feel double Team dream is really making that title you know must see he's making people want it yeah which
0: which is good which is a great thing mm-hmm. which is a great thing all right anything else you got on the list bro
1: uh not that i'm not off of no i do not all right then tell them where to reach you matt Lindsay on facebook Come get in on these live videos. We do. That's
0: what I'm saying. Every, Jump on these live videos every Monday after Raw. We go live, and we would love for everybody to join in and give us your opinions, comments, uh, takes on everything that you see. Let us know what's up. Uh, you can reach me at our dog one on Instagram, our dog three on Twitter, and Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Always hit us at the sons of legends21 at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Let us Um, give us some topics to talk about. Always rate, review, and subscribe. And we will holler at you guys next week. Yes, sir. All right.